Hello, 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 everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Brittany Smith Podcast. I am your host, Brittany N. Smith, your favorite brand designer and brand strategist. And on this podcast, y'all, I am so excited. <laughs> um, up until this point, you know, we've, we've been doing these interviews with women who are in business, women who have amazing stories, um, and women who just want to share. And so today, I have my new friend, Jessica Stewart, and she is an organization expert. All things organization from life to business to teams, um, whatever it is, she can organize it and, and help you make it flow for you and for your success. Um, so we're going to get into it today. Jessica, thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, I am so excited to be here. I, there's nothing I'd rather chat about than how to use organization to make us better at what we're trying to do in the world. Yes, yes, yes. So you guys, the reason why I am so hype about this conversation is because this is something that, um, one, I, I feel like I'm constantly trying to get better with organization from a life perspective, from a business perspective, from a ministry perspective. Um, it's just so key to those of us who juggle many, many things. Um, you cannot <laughs> be a wife, a mom, a minister, an, an entrepreneur and not have a grip on organization. Like it's just, you're just not going to survive. Um, and so this is definitely a conversation that's near and dear to my heart. And I know that if nobody else is blessed by it, I'm going to be blessed by it because, <laughs> um, you know, like I said, the busy woman, Jessica, Jessica just so you know, um, our audience is filled with busy women. Um, we are entrepreneurs, many of us moms, um, we just wear multiple hats. And so this is always that struggle. It's a hot topic. It's always going to be a hot topic. Um, you know, people kind of go back and forth like, oh, work-life balance. And they're like, there's no such thing as balance. It's rhythm. And then there's like, there's no such thing as that. It's harmony. And it's like, okay. So there are lots of different schools of thought on how we are to manage this life. So Jessica, tell us uh, a little bit about yourself and a little bit about your business. Yeah, so um, I my business is called The Joyfully Managed Family, and it's all about helping uh, folks find more joy and ease in their lives. Um, and that's my purpose in life, is to make joy and ease more accessible to more people. I believe we all deserve that. And it's not, you know, it's not easy to find for all of us, you know, a number of different privileges in place, but uh, I believe that, you know, I wanna bring more joy and ease to to people. So um, I, I share tips about everything from how to manage teams to how to manage workflow to how to, you know, manage meal planning for a family or eat more vegetables um, with some tips and tricks to make that possible. So that is what I like to talk about and do. And my background is I started my career as a classroom teacher and then um, was part of a team of folks who launched a nonprofit education advocacy organization. I spent a little over a decade working on that. And just recently in uh, the end of 2021, decided to uh, launch a new business to try to create uh, more joy and ease for families and leaders. That is awesome. 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 I hope you guys are getting all the feels right now because I am, I'm like, okay, Jessica, just, just help me get my life. Like help me just like <laughs> lay it all out there. <laughs> That's what I feel. And you know what, too, I know that this is such a, um, a need. And I also 
already feel like there's a part two to this conversation because, um, you know, I really want to talk about organization from a, um, a home perspective. Um, many of us are working from home. Many of us are running our businesses from home. And, and like I said before, managing a household. If you don't have kids, maybe you have a husband that you still need to, you know, make sure that there's a home for him to come home to. And if you're not married and don't have kids, just managing your life outside of your business, you know, um, using a to-do list, managing your calendar, making sure you take time for yourself so you don't go crazy. Like there's just all these different things. And then from the business perspective, for those of us who are managing teams, you know, what is the best way to get the most out of the people on your team? What are some keys to delegating and delegating well? Like there's just, there's, there's so, so much. We can talk all day. I love it. <laughs> so, um, so let's see, I would like to start because I think many of our listeners are um, solopreneuring right now. Um, so I would like to start from the um, home life, work, you know, work from home space. That's where I want us to kind of live. Um, so Jessica, you guys, she writes these articles and things. So I checked out her LinkedIn and she has this article um, about something called a polish week, right? Yeah. Um, and I want her to explain what that is. Um, and I think that many of you are going to fall in love with this concept. So tell us what that is and why that's something that would be valuable for those of us listening right now. Great. I love the whole idea of Polish Week. So, um, and when, when I say polish, I mean taking time to kind of polish up systems, whether they're in our home or in our work. Um, and so I'll speak first from the perspective of, you know, the professional polishing, because that was where this all started with, with my team at work, was deciding to take, um, you know, a week to just really get all of our systems cleaned up so that every week after that, we could just run so much faster because we had systems that were fixed up. And so here's all the, this is the kind of examples I'm thinking about with Polish Week. All of the things that kind of you're in the middle of your day are just stopping you from being effective. So the computer thing that keeps popping up saying it needs to be updated. And you're like, later, you click later, like every time, right? But it's it's costing you that like precious brain energy. It's like making you do that switch. Um, like a polish week would be the time that you would say, I'm going to do that. I'm going to click like, okay, you can update computer. <laughs> you can finally do that. It's the time when you might say, you know what? If I put 30 minutes into unsubscribing from some emails that I am not opening, it will make every day get two, three, 10 less emails that I have to think about or delete or to clutter up my inbox that's keeping me from getting to the things that actually matter to me, right? Right. It, it, if you're working in an organization, you have a database, this is the kind of time to go in and get all that information updated, make sure it's up to date, right? It, another thing I like to do during a polish week is just rethink my current structures. So Ooh. I like to think what's my ideal day? You know? And for me, for example, I love to meet with people in the afternoon because I'm already a little tired and sleepy in the afternoon, but I get really energized by meeting with other people. And so my ideal day has meetings in the afternoon, but I am like 
on fire to create things and think in the morning. And so my ideal day has that. So during a polish week, I might look at my week and say, how can I make that more true? Like, Mm -hmm. oh, we've got a recurring meeting every Thursday morning. Could it be Thursday afternoon? You know, and and moving some of those things, Um, thinking about, you know, do you want a a day every week where you have no meetings? You know, well, then what would it look like to like start blocking that out? You might need to go a few weeks out, but could you block that off? And then in two weeks, start to actually experience that, you know, Um, I I love this. I love all of this. I'm sorry. I don't mean to cut you off. No, go. No, I want I want the, the ladies to be able to really catch what you're saying right now. Um, you know, what you're what you're proposing, Jessica, is that we have control over our schedules. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> you are proposing to us that we actually have a choice as to how our day goes and how our day flows. Um, and and you know, you you make a good point in that these smaller things, we feel like we're running. And it's like, how you want me to tie my shoe while I'm running? <laughs> well, <laughs> the polish week gives you the opportunity to stop running. Yeah. So that you can tie the shoe. Right. And you can grab the drink of water and you can wash your uniform, you know, like <laughs> right. doing the things that you always feel like you don't have time to do on a regular basis. Um, yes. That is, that is, you know, taking a breather, you know, from the, the, the tunnel vision. Um, and I think that this is crucial for those of us who are in the space of working by ourselves, but we're right at the brink of needing help. Um, mm. This polish week will be, will help you be able to kind of tease out where you can hire someone, you know, yes. or like what kind of tasks you can then funnel to someone else. I know personally, as I was looking for a VA and it was like, Oh, what kind of stuff do you need done? I'm like, I don't, I don't know. I just know. I, I just need, need things. I just need things. things right. <laughs> But if I were to take a polish week, I would be able to look at my systems and see where I can insert someone to make my life easier. Right. You know, and so you could, yeah, you could take that like time to just reflect on what are all the things I have to do and, you know, what are the things I love and get a lot of energy and I'm great at them, you know, and what are the things that I don't love or I don't get energy from, or they're not, you know, the things that are crucial to making me money, but they still need to get done. And so then thinking, okay, well, that's the VA list. And then what kind of person do I need that could do, you know, some number of these? I totally agree. Um, And, and that in that polish week, you could also spend time creating the systems to make sure that they know how to help you. Right. So for example, with my virtual assistant, I have, you know, a guide about how to do the different things that I need her help with. You know, and I make little videos using Loom on my computer, like, okay, go onto this website, click here, do this, this is how you do it. And then she's got a place to go. Anytime I say, hey, I need you to add some links to this blog post, I can point her to this is the description about how to log in and how to do this. And that's, it, so that's the kind of thing. It's hard to stop though. Because in the minute, in the minute, you're just like, let me just add the links myself. Come you know, on. can you can like that's so real. It I you are like talking to me like right here. Because <laughs> that is how I am. And I'm like, yo, I need to update my website. I need to do all these different things. I need to create content. Like, I don't have time to create content, though, because I'm creating content for other people. So when and then, you know, I have a VA 
And I want her to be able to create content for me. But it's like, as we're, we're running, I'm trying to have a conversation with her about how to create content. <laughs> right. But you're like on deadline for, it was supposed to be due yes, like yesterday, you're supposed to want to get it out. Yeah. I totally agree. My VA helps me. I, I, I think she could help me more with content. So I'm consistently trying to figure that out. But one thing I did a few weeks ago was I just spent 10 minutes looking around the internet for quotes about my niche, you know, quotes about staying organized, quotes about parenting, quotes about leadership. I threw them in a spreadsheet, made three Canva backgrounds where you could drop a quote on them. And then I made her a quick video and said, hey, grab a quote, put it on one of these backgrounds and save it in this folder. And now I've got, you know, 15 nice related quotes that look good that whenever I'm brain dead and I can't, just can't even today, you know, I'm like, well, today's a quote day. <laughs> you know, I pull one, post it, and I have at least something decent that's related to my work. Right. Um, and it was, you know, it probably took me 25 minutes to get her set up to do that. And from now on, I can keep adding quotes yeah. and she can keep making them. So, but it takes think, that like pausing to do the polishing yeah. to make and it I happen. Think what you just highlighted for us is the, uh, the value of time that we are exchanging. So, and what I mean by that is when you keep the tasks to yourself, you are spending a lot more time doing things that somebody else can do. Um, and so while you feel like you're saving time in the moment, you're really giving up time in the long run. Um, right. and, and you need to, in, your, in order for you to scale your business, there are some things you just can't do on a regular basis anymore. Like you have to give those things up. And so my question for you, Jessica, is, how often do we have a polish week? It's a great question. Um, I mean, first of all, I would think about it as think about it like an investment, just like you might think about retirement. You know, like you put that, you know, 100 bucks in the retirement account and it doesn't give you anything today, but it does later. Like polish week is the same. Sometimes it feels hard to make time for it, but if you do it, it will pay dividends. You know, and in a month, you'd be like, oh, my gosh, I'm so glad I did that thing. You know, cleaned off right. my desk. Now it's not such a mess. You know, I, like, planned ahead for rest time because I know that a certain time of the month, I'm always feeling kind of mad at everybody. So I took my – marked that off and didn't take meetings that day. You're, like, you're doing a solid for your future self. So it's worth it, even if it's hard. Even if you can't do a polish week this week or next week, maybe you could do it next month. Go mark it now, you know. Um, so, uh, so how frequently – a whole, I like the idea of a whole week because you can just do so much good for right. yourself in a whole week. But if that's not reasonable, then, you know, I'm not an all or nothing person. I'm an all or something person. Could you have a polished two days? Could you have a polished day or a polished afternoon even if you got to do it that way? So, <laughs> you know, um, I, the way I like to think about it, um, when I was leading a whole team, we would do it twice a year. And, you know, here in the United States, good times for us were uh, like December. And July, like around July 4th, that week was when we would do it because we were always going to, you know, maybe have another day or two off in that week anyway. So right. it was like whatever week that was, we would say this is our polish week. So no external meetings and everybody's got this list of things that we're going to each get done, you know. Um, and then now that I'm in my own business, I'm trying to do a, like a day every quarter um, just to give myself the time to really go through and you know, create the things I know will be helpful, but I'm having trouble or, you know, revisit and revise and reflect. Um, so I'm trying to do it once a quarter. Nice. And, and so ladies, I want you to hear that she's the expert and she's down to once a quarter. 
some of us are going to need once a month. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. And the, the beautiful thing about it is honestly, you can do this as often as you need to. Yeah. Um, you know, I personally blocked out my calendar the last week of every month um, just so I can get caught up on, on projects. But I didn't that? even think about this stuff. You know, like for yeah. some reason, I kind of compartmentalized it and put this stuff in a folder over here and like, you know what I'm saying? So I, mm-hmm. I really am excited to, um, excited for this month's polish week <laughs> <laughs> um, because it, it, it definitely, it just frees you up. Like I even feel lighter already mentally um, just because there's time already allotted for those things that are just, that I've been putting off, honestly. Yeah. Um, I, so I actually did a, like a polish hour earlier this week because I was procrastinating on a project I didn't want to do. And sometimes when I'm feeling that way, and it's so I let myself just kind of follow my energy. Like, I just really don't want to do that right now. And if I don't have to, sometimes I'll let myself say, okay, I'll do it tomorrow. And, but I like to do productive procrastination. So I was like, I'm not just going to like do nothing or like scroll. What I want to do is something that will help me. And where my energy was, was the bookmarks on my internet browser were like, got had gotten crazy. Like I was like, why do I even have that thing bookmarked anymore? (laughs) I don't even know where this bookmark is. And I'm going to certain websites all the time, like my bank account and my other thing, you know, and, and this document, you know, and so I, you know, I don't know if it took me a full hour, probably more like half an hour, but I like organize my bookmarks so that I can easily and quickly get to all the websites and documents that I'm opening all the time in my work. Yes. And honestly, you know, I mean, you know how it is. Everybody has done at least some kind of purging in their house where you like finally are like, my closet is out of control. And then you actually clean it or your fridge or your cabinet or your pantry or something. It feels so good. It feels so good. And, and so I'm glad you said that because um, it sounds like Polish Week doesn't just have to be in your business. <laughs> right. It can right. be in your house. Like you can get your kids on to Polish Week. Like, okay, this week you guys are going to go through all of your socks and the socks that don't have a match, we're getting yes. rid of them. That's you know, right. like, because I'm like, we, uh, the bath toys are out of control. Out we of don't here. need two buckets. Hello. It's out of control. Why are there yeah. 18 boxes of cereals open? Okay. Yeah. We're going <laughs> to condense. Like, I love it. So let's, let's have a quick, uh, a lightning round of, um, and we'll, we'll kind of go back to the business side of things, but um, a lightning round of um, kind of like a, what counts during Polish week or like what tasks would fall into Polish week. Um, the one task that I'm thinking of right now, we can just kind of go back and forth is organizing files like on your computer and on your hard drive. I have so many um, untitled files. I have so many images that have like IMG and then a number, you know, like, (laughs) do I need it? Can I trash it? Do I need to save it? So that's one, that's one thing I could do during, during Polish week. Yeah. So first of all, if anybody wants like a list, I have a, a, like a checklist that folks can see that bit.ly slash polish week. Um, and so folks can find, it's like a Google doc and you can make a copy and then modify it for yourself. So, but it's got a bunch of ideas. So, I mean, it can be like cleaning up your digital files. It could be getting your inbox under control and declaring email bankruptcy, as they say, you know, just saying, you know what, if I, if I got an email in 2021, 
I pro I probably could get rid of it out of my inbox, you know, and just doing the search, everything sent to me. I'm just going to archive it. It's fine. It will come back to me, you know? And then from there, you've got, you know, a couple months of email that you actually need to go through, clean up, get rid of, archive, delete, you know, take action, whatever that is. So email inbox can be a one that feels really good. I think another thing is to plan your rest. Ooh. No. So go ahead and say, what, you know, I, I'm, a, I'm a team of one, but I like to do team retreats. <laughs> I'm not mad at you, Jessica. Okay. Yeah. So I I get an Airbnb in the town over, uh, and I just spend like two nights just with me and my laptop and some candles, and you know I make a little list of things that I want to reflect on or create or think about, and I set goals for the next quarter. So put those in your calendar, you know, or just you know say, hey, I'm going on vacation in April. I am not going to want to come back to six meetings the next day. So let me go ahead and block that day off to make sure that I have that. You know, so thinking ahead to, you know, if you're launching something big, how are you going to rest after you do your launch? You know, so planning rest can be a huge one because if you put it on your calendar now as like don't schedule things, then, you know, it might not be perfect. You know, at the end of the day, you might end up needing to do something that day and you can't kind of chill like you were hoping, but it's probably going to be a better day than if you had not blocked it at all, right? Like you're probably not going to put silly stuff on it. You know what I mean? If you get do something, it's going to be because it's really important to you. So I think that's really important. I think um, like another piece is like building in like whatever, however you're managing your tasks, whether you're using your phone reminders or like a system like Asana or something like that, like putting in reminders for things that you want to do regularly is another huge win. So, you know, maybe it's every Friday I want to follow up and make sure I'm connected on LinkedIn with everybody I met this week that's new, you know? And so put that reminder in your system and have it recur every single Friday. You know, if you need to remember to like put money in your retirement account once a month, then like set that reminder up, you know, or if you need, if you're constantly forgetting that, you know, Father's Day is coming up, then like, Go put yourself a reminder for June 1st every year. You got to do something about that. You know what I mean? So, um, I, have question, yeah. I have a question because yeah. I have reminders for days, especially those <laughs> reoccurring ones that just, <laughs> it, it it becomes for me, it becomes like a picture on the wall. Like, yeah, okay, like, yeah. A, okay, yeah. like, like a guilt list. How do, how do I yeah. keep myself from dismissing the reminders um, that are reoccurring. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, I know I totally it, know. It, it comes up every Friday. Eh, like, how do I keep myself from dismissing those reminders? That's a great question. I think the first one is to just actually cull it down to the, the bare minimum and make it stuff that you really are committed to doing and get rid of the stuff that is just becoming your guilt list. Like if the best version of you goes for a jog every morning and you have a reminder about that, but you are not actually going to go for a jog every morning, then just get rid of it, you know, (laughs) and say, you know, maybe I'm going to go for a jog on Thursdays and maybe then it can become real. You know what I mean? It's just like when you're setting goals or reminders, once they become uh, unreasonable, then you just like, if you set a goal to, I'm going to make, you know, a hundred thousand dollars this year and it's June and you've made 10,000, 
then it might become an irrelevant thing. And you're just like ignoring it because it's just not reasonable. So, you know, goals and reminders, like once they become irrelevant or important, like just you get to be the CEO of your own life and say, you know what, that's not a priority anymore. Um, But you know what, I'm going to pick one or two things that actually are that I want to do every week or every month. And I'm going to focus on those. And when I get those as a good habit, then let me add on something else. Yes. But know that life is chapters. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, it's okay if you're not reading novels right now. You Maybe you will again one day. But like, yes. you know what I mean? It's okay so, if you're not eating a salad for lunch every day. Maybe one day you, you will. <laughs> <laughs> so what I hear you saying is, one, we have to be gracious with ourselves, one. Yes. We have to be realistic, number two. You have to be honest, number three. Like gracious is like, okay, boo, you're doing all right. Realistic is, you know, let's pick something that we can actually actually obtain. But honest is, you know, good and well, you're not really going to do X, Y, and Z. Don't right. put it on your calendar so your calendar looks like you're, you're getting things done and you're accomplishing things when you're not doing it. You know, no. you want to include things in your calendar that you will do and that is sustainable at a sustainable mm-hmm. rate. You know, same thing with like posting on social media. Don't put, don't fill your content calendar up with 18 things every day. If you're not creating content at that rate, if you can only post once a day, baby, post that once a day. Right. You know? Yeah. Um, So you're, yeah. And let it change. You know, like I'll give an example. I do work with clients and I also, you know, create for my audience. And I was getting overwhelmed with like the both of them recently. So I decided to spend to set it up so that my Tuesdays and Thursdays were for clients and my Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays were for my audience. And I spent about six weeks doing that and it was so helpful. And then it became annoying. And I was like, I don't, I feel, I feel I I needed the boundaries, but then the boundaries got annoying. And I was like, don't tell me when I can do client work. Don't tell me when I can do that. (laughs) And so I got rid of it. And it was helpful for a season, right? right? So yeah. yeah, sometimes systems work great for a minute. I have to, another example of like a system you got to revisit. Um, I have cats, they are three years old. Um, and I recently discovered that we were feeding them kitten food oh. um, <laughs> because we set up a subscribe and save with Amazon when they were kittens to get their cat food and didn't <laughs> revisit it. So I'm just saying, sometimes you got to revisit because that system is now... <laughs> You know, our cats are over here like, can we get some adult food? (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, well, I had that handled, you know? That's hilarious. But that's a great, 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 great example. Some of us are still feeding our grown businesses baby food. Like, that's, that's a great example. And what happens when we feed something that's grown baby food. It doesn't get the nutrients that it needs. It's not nourished and it starts to die. Yes. Some of us are in a business that feels like it's dying because we haven't revisited our systems that we put in place when we first started, AKA we didn't have any systems when we first started. (laughs) Right. That was the system. There was nothing, you know? And so that's such a, uh, such a great point. Um, that you have to constantly be revisiting. Every time your business turns another six months older, what what will work in this new season and what can be you know done away with? Um, and so I want to ask you about these um, these project management um, systems, like these softwares. You mentioned Asana. I know there's like Dubsado and different things like that. Mm-hmm. 
monday.com. I have a problem with these platforms. Okay. I think they're great. I think they work well for the people who really use them. But when I sign up for them, I think it probably is the whole setup and learning curve that kind of like gets me to the point where I'm like, ah, I'll just go back to doing it my old way yeah. because trying to execute it and get into a flow with that new system. So what, what can you say to me? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Those of me who um, have, <laughs> have trouble, like, I know I need something like that where I can have my VA from my business in there. I can have mm -hmm. my ministry assistant in there. Um, I can give different people access and get this thing flowing because business and life and ministry for me are like this, you know, yeah. like, it's not three separate things. I am all three of those. Um, right. And so I know I need a system like that, but I've really just been like, uh, it's too much. I can't, I can't, it never sticks. So what yeah. do you that is that is so real. I don't know if you remember this, but maybe it could have been 2011, 2014. I don't know. At some point, Microsoft Word came out with a new version of mm -hmm. Microsoft Word. And I remember being so mad for a while because I was trying to use it. And I was like, where is find and replace. I can't find paste, you know, like I just need to add yeah. a table and I don't know yeah. where that is anymore because they changed all the things and it was so frustrating. But at the time, this is like before Google docs. So like, I really didn't have another option. So I like was forced to learn it. And now yeah. I, if I ever use it, I, like, it's fine. It's, it's easy, but it required, because I was forced to do it. It was super painful for a little while because everything felt slower, but because yes. I, I didn't have another option, it eventually got easier. So I feel like systems are like this. So first of all, the best system is one that is working for you. Yes. You know, so for if some folks have like a simple situation and like they can have like, you know, a notebook and that's it. It's great. And it works great. So people shouldn't feel like they have to get like some sort of Cadillac system if they don't need it. If it's working for you, it's working. But it might not be like you mentioned, like, I want to get my VA and my, you know, ministry assistant, like that, that is a great use case for maybe we need to take our game up, you know, like it's an example of the baby food, right? Like yes. maybe we're ready for some teenager food we or need some you know. pizza and some, some hot dogs or something. <laughs> and so um, my suggestion is a couple of things. One, to get really clear about what you're going to use it for and don't start with everything. Ooh. So, you know, it, like in Insana, you could put in goals and you could put in tasks and subtasks and you could use templates. I mean, it is a powerful tool. Um, and so are all the other competitors to it, you know. Um, but just get clear on, you know, what I want to do with this is I, every time I publish my podcast, that takes 17 steps. I got to do this before. I got to do this after. And I do the same steps every time. So I just want to get that checklist in there so I can take some of it out of my brain and start just clicking complete for each episode as I go through it. Or I want to put in recurring tasks for my VA. These are things I want them to do for me every week or every month. And so I want to put that in there and, you know, they click it complete and it creates a new one for every other, you know, the next week or the next month. So start small, but then actually go all in and like make yourself do it and accountability of other teammates will help, you know? Um, but like publicly commit to whoever it is that you're going to do this and it will be painful. 
You know, like you will be there on a Tuesday afternoon being like, I don't want to put my tasks in there. I want to put them on this post-it note. Listen, you, know, you, can, <laughs> you feel me. <laughs> and you just have to be like, nope, I'm going to do it. Um, you know, and like actually give it a chance to be amazing. But like I said, like, don't force it to be everything. If some of the parts of your system are working just fine. You know, like if you, if you're, you don't need to put in there, like every morning I put on clothes, like <laughs> you probably, that system probably isn't broken. You probably don't need a reminder. So if you've got ways that are working for you about how you work and you don't need those to be in some sort of system to remind you, then don't put them in there. So I would say start small, force yourself to do it and, you know, see if it, see if it helps. And I think another thing would be to, you know, have somebody show you theirs you know, mm -hmm. that is doing kind of work like you and show you how they've set it up. Um, and, you know, that could be I, that you're making me think like we need to do an Asana setup workshop. Yeah. We can come in and we can yes. give them like, OK, the next 10 minutes, set this part up. Go, yes. you know, wouldn't that be like, fun? Do you do that? Because um, I'm like, I, maybe I should. We, I was gonna <laughs> say we can. I would love to partner with you on that. Um, <laughs> seriously, fun. because, yeah, everyone in this community has a business in, in which they serve other people. And so yeah. I feel like this is something that we all need, you know, even if you're not ready to invest in, um, you know, something that you pay for monthly, um, right. they can get from this workshop, just how to organize tasks in general. You right. know what I'm saying? Like, and I think one of the um, goals of this community also is to help people level up. You know, so yeah. while somebody might be listening right now, they're like, I can't afford $25 a month. You go to Chick-fil-A once a week. Every week. <laughs> you can put those chicken strips back in the bank account and pay for, <laughs> pay for something that's going to help you level up. Right. Because right. when you are, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I, well, I was just going to say, and I also use the free Asana with my mm -hmm. virtual assistant and like the free stuff works just fine for us. So, you know, I, I have used the paid before when I was on a larger team, but the free is pretty good. See, listen. So, so, but it yeah, is worth listen. investing in your business. So I totally agree. Like, yes. pay for Canva Pro. You know what yeah. I mean? Come on. So that you got to get the Canva out, Pro. And they can be cut out nice and neat. I, oh, my gosh. So I'm funny. It's funny that you said that. I saw somebody's flyer today. And I'm a graphic designer at heart. <laughs> and so you know how, like, when you have the unpaid version of Canva, certain elements aren't free. And so it <laughs> yeah. has those cross marks on it. In their flyer, they had these beautiful flowers with the cross marks. I'm like, how you gonna, how you gonna share that? that oh. If you can't afford the whole pro subscription, just pay the dollar. Just pay the one dollar, please. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And, oh. and so, you know, yes, we could be here all day. Um, but that Asana setup workshop sounds great. Um, yeah. So I'm going to let you guys know, I'm going to do some begging and pleading with Jessica once we get off of here <laughs> That <laughs> um, sounds so you know, fun. to see if we can, we can get that set up because I know it's a need. Um, and you, you really answered the question um, that you, well, you gave the answer that I was like hoping that you wouldn't give, um, which is basically <laughs> you just have to do it. <laughs> yeah. I was hoping right. that there was some kind of like, you know, magic way to skip kind it of hack or something yeah. easier. But you literally have to just commit in your heart that you're going to do it. And having a polish week, now that you have a polish week, mm -hmm. that is a great time 
to really dig in to putting things in, um, you know, organizing it, purging all the things that, you know, like, for example, I have HoneyBook right now and I feel like um, I'm getting ready to shop for something other than HoneyBook because I need the project management component where I can really converse and move and flow with my team. Um, yeah. Even with HoneyBook, there are email templates upon email templates. There's um, proposal templates, all these templates that I don't need. There's just templates. Yeah. There. And so I'm spending hours trying to search through which template. And at the end of the day, it's like, you know what? I can't find a template. So I got to write out the email anyway. It's just, it's just, it's too much. Yeah. <laughs> And and we, when we get to that point of like, this is not working, yeah. it can feel really hard though to find the time to find something that does. Because yes. when you're like, but I said I would get that email out tomorrow. Yes. So let me just power through, yes. you know, and sometimes you just have to do that. Yes. But the reality is as often as you can take time to actually set it up the way you want, yeah. like every email every week after that yes. will be easier and better. You know, and future you deserves that ease, Come you know. On. Come on, future you. That's yeah, future saying. you. And you can be like, thank you. Yes. Thank you, past me. <laughs> I know. Thank you. Hard. I'm so glad I don't have any meetings today. Yes. You know? <laughs> yes, seriously. Um, and, and I love that because at the end of the day, this is your business. Right. Like it's nobody else's but yours. It's funny. My husband said it to me yesterday because. I'm like, man, I'm so tired. Like, I don't want to do anything tomorrow. I just want to stay in the bed. And he was like, so then stay in the bed. I was like, right. you know, I have ask your boss if you can have the day off. Right, exactly. <laughs> I'm like, but I have podcast interviews and I have emails and I have flyers and ah. And he's like, but it's your business. You can reschedule people. I'm like, that's right. Yeah, you're right. But then, so then I went and I looked to see who I was going to be interviewing. And I'm like, oh no, we got to have this conversation. We got to have this one. <laughs> we have well, to talk about this. Yeah. And that's, it's like the beauty of, of, of like planning ahead is because you, we are the business owner. So we can decide, you know, like my, my birthday was last month and I was like, boss, can I have the day off? Yes. Great. <laughs> you know, and it's like, hey, I love being a business owner that gets to decide all of these things for myself. And so it, it is still hard when you're like, I'm feeling tired to look and be like, I'm going to cancel that. I'm going to miss that deadline. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's hard. Yeah. So the more you can anticipate, you can't anticipate everything. I mean, we don't know when we're going to get sick or all those things, but we can anticipate some parts of our life. Like I know that if I go six weeks in a row without some time, to really rest and relax, I'm going to get cranky. You know, if you know that about yourself, then plan ahead for that break. And then the day you, I mean, it's like, it's like, you know, budgeting for Christmas, you know, like it's not an emergency. We, we knew Christmas was coming, right. you know, it actually right. happens the same day every year, you know? Right. Um, right. So it, you know, like your need for rest and relaxation and ease is not an emergency. It's not a surprise. We all need that you know? Yeah. And so we can plan for those things. And it makes the time when you feel like you're like, oh, I'm like dragging myself through this work. It makes it just a little easier because you give yourself what you need. And um, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. No, that's good. You're in, and your scheduling your rest doesn't become an emergency until it's an emergency, right? you know? And then it's like, you know, and again, like you just said, your future self will thank you because if you don't, if you wait for it to become an emergency, th that affects way more in your life than if you would have just planned for it so that you didn't get to the point of exploding. 
Okay. Yeah. <laughs> right. And and like, you know, when those times, I mean, I don't know about like people who have kids, but like the last month of school is just, I don't know. It's crazy. I like every year there's like, we got to bring a special thing for the party. We also have to, it's like teacher appreciation and it's, you know what I mean? Like there's all these things. And so that's another example of like, what could I do knowing that May is more intense because the kids have all, they're like half days at their school and they also have, you know, I got to get some gifts. Like there's just all this extra stuff that suddenly pops in. Like, what can I do now to say like, you know what? The afternoons in May, I might have to be with my kids. Let me go ahead and just block that. You know, I I mean, what it's, it's very specific to to different folks, but you know, block off, your family member's birthdays. So you don't end up accidentally having somebody come in your Calendly and grabbing that time when you actually wanted to make pancakes for the kiddo because it's their birthday. You know what I mean? Like block that now and every year from now and you don't have to worry about it. Every every year, just put it to reoccur every year on this date. (laughs) I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, this conversation has been rich. I cannot believe 40 minutes have gone by. No, wow. <laughs> um, listen, Lay, so this was a longer episode, but like I said, time flies when you're having fun. Um, so Jessica, give us um, you know, a last last thought, and then also how we can get access to that checklist you talked about earlier. Yes, definitely. Okay. Well, it has been so fun. I'm excited to be engaged with this community. Um, the checklist uh, for Polish Week is at bit.ly, so bit.ly slash Polish Week. Um, and you can find it, which will take you to my website, jeskeeastonstewart.com. You can find all sorts of articles about work, parenting, life, all the things. Um, and I'm on Instagram at joyfully managed family. And that's where I share tips like, you know, meal planning and um, how to eat more veggies and how to organize activity bags so that you're not forgetting the swimsuit at the swim lesson for your kids and all sorts of things like that. Um, And I also have an email list that they can sign up for at jessicaeastmanstewart.com. It's called the Friday Five. And every Friday I send out a very brief five tips for anybody on managing their life with more joy and ease. And so that's pretty value packed and pretty easy. So folks can sign up for that if they're interested. And uh, I would love to have everybody hanging out um, and uh, in the community. And I'm glad to be a part of this one now. Yay. I love that the Friday five, I'm going to go on and sign up right after. Oh, great. I'm glad. (laughs) I'm glad. Because like, like you, listen, you have no idea. Um, Like this has really been a, a thing for me, um, you know, trying to figure out how to do all the things. I know it can be done because if it right. couldn't be done, Oprah wouldn't be Oprahing and Michelle Obama would be <laughs> Michelle Obamaing. You right. know, I I know that there's a way to manage it all. Um, and I've been really racking my brain. So I'm excited to be connected with you. I'm excited that the community now has access to an organization expert, um, yes. you know, and, and I just want to thank you for joining us here. So ladies, I hope, not I hope, I know you got something out of this conversation. Um, I want you to let us know in the Facebook group, female coaches, consultants, and content creators. Um, I want you to let us know in the Facebook group, hashtag organization, um, what was your biggest takeaway? Or what, what are you going to implement? Or when are you, when is your Polish week, Polish week, Polish week? <laughs> so funny. 
when yeah. is when is your polish time going to be? Like, I want a date so I can hold you accountable. Yes. Uh, I'm get, literally, Jessica, when we get off of here, I'm going to sign up for your mailing list. And then I'm going to um, look at my calendar to see oh, great. when I can polish. Because I got All some right. polish to do. Um, so thank you again, ladies. I will see y'all next week. I don't know why I just got country. Y'all. I'll see y'all. you next week on another episode of the Britney Smith Podcast. Bye. Bye.